0: Hello and welcome to Glens Falls Today Morning Brief. Our top story today the lineup for the 2023 Adirondack Theater Festival has been announced, and it's looking to be their biggest year ever. I'm Gary Scott, and today is Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. Happy Valentine's Day, if that's something you're into. If it's not, well, that makes two of us. Other stories in the Morning Brief today, New York State Police decommission the Northway call box system, the Johnsburg Town Board appoints a new interim supervisor, and a Warren County Assistant District Attorney receives a special honor. But first, before we get into our stories, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to advertise your local business, Glens Falls today could be the perfect solution. Our goal is to provide free and convenient access to important local news, but more importantly, we want to support and represent our community, and what better way to do that than by helping to spread the word about the great local businesses in the Greater Glens Falls area. For example, I would like to say a quick thank you to one of our community partners, Mr. Bob Fitch, your local State Farm Insurance agent, with a mission of helping people manage the risks of everyday life, recover from the unexpected, and realize their dreams. Whatever your needs may be, State Farm has got you covered, and Bob Fitch is your man. And if you own a business in the area, you could advertise with us on our website, or even right here with me on The Morning Brief. For more information, head over to our website at glensfallstoday.com, and thank you for making Glens Falls Today your source for free local news. If you live in Glens Falls or any of its surrounding communities, I think it's fair to assume you've likely driven on Interstate 87, also known in our region as the Adirondack Northway. But what you may or may not have noticed are the phone boxes stationed alongside certain parts of the highway. According to News 10, those call boxes once served an important purpose to the I 87, especially for drivers headed through more remote areas of the Adirondack Park. Now, though, they have seemingly entered into obsolescence. On Friday, New York State Police announced that the Northway call box system is being decommissioned. The removal process has already begun box by box and is expected to be completed by this fall, with dozens of phones to be removed across a long route. First installed in 1986, an emergency call box was placed every two miles along the highway, starting in the northern areas of Warren County and reaching up into Clinton County, covering a total distance of over 100 miles. The boxes were intended for use by drivers who needed to contact state police either to report an emergency or call for aid due to a vehicle malfunction on the road. After years of issues with aging parts, some boxes had to have parts removed in order to fix others. Kind of like when the batteries in your TV remote die, so you take the ones out of the smoke detector and put those into the remote, and you say I'll put them back later, and then you don't. Nowadays, with the prominence of cell phone usage even in areas of the Adirondacks with unstable reception, state police have made the decision to remove the call box system entirely. It currently averages fewer than 30 calls per year, leaving the installation of an entirely new system unjustifiable. And News 10 reports the boxes replaced an original set that was installed when the Northway first came into being in the 1960s. On Friday, the Johnsburg Town Board appointed Mark Smith as interim supervisor following the resignation of Andrea Hogan. According to the Post Star, during Friday's special meeting, Councilman Arnold Stevens said, quote, After engaging in lengthy and detailed discussion with this individual, I am pleased to make the motion that we approve Mark Smith to the position of Town Supervisor for the Town of Johnsburg. Hogan announced her resignation during the January 17th regular meeting. In a post on her town supervisor Facebook page, Hogan wrote, quote, "It has been an honor and privilege to have served the people and the town for the past 5 years as supervisor and 10 years prior to that with the ACOC or the Adirondack Community Outreach Center." The board had sent out a notice seeking new candidates for the position and selected Smith, who grew up in Canajoharie, and shortly after high school, he enlisted in the US Army as a combat medic. While in the army, he attended Clarkson University in Potsdam, then earned a degree in electrical and computer engineering. He rose to the rank of captain and spent the next few years as a signal officer and medical specialist for a task force in the 101st Airborne Division, according to a handout with his biography. After the military, Smith went to work at a Belgian company designing, installing, servicing, and providing instruction for laser and photo detector device camera sorting systems throughout the U.S. and parts of Western Europe. Later, he worked in Tokyo as a licensing project manager for a Japanese pharmaceutical company. In his many roles with that company, Smith was also a board director, overseeing a staff of between 4 and 35, and managing budgets ranging from $1.2 million to $72 million. The Postar reports Smith took a hiatus from working to care for his father for several years before he died of cancer. Shortly after, however, he relocated permanently to Johnsburg and opened the consulting firm Global Pharma Solutions. In an open letter to the board, Smith said, quote, I bring extensive experience in project management and oversight, staff management, budget planning and oversight, negotiations, contracts, legal, and problem solving. Perhaps of greatest value is that I am not predisposed on any issue and can provide a different and fresh analytical input. I look forward to working with the board and engaging the people of the town. After Stevens motion to appoint Smith, Councilman Gene Arsenault seconded, with all members voting in favor. The board then adjourned. The entire proceeding lasted about three minutes, with no opportunity for public comment, which is permissible under state statute. Smith said afterward it's important to him that every citizen represented by the town board is heard and their concerns are being met. He said, quote, Walking into this, I want to make sure we're servicing everybody. At the end of the day, only 30% of the population lives in North Creek. 70% lives outside. Smith said he wants to have an open door policy with the people he represents and he wants to drive the community forward. He said, quote, I look at it like driving a car. There's a reason why the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror. What's most important is what's in front of you, and that's what you've got to look at most of the time. Smith's term will expire on December 31st after the regularly scheduled election in November. Now before we get to our top story, I want to remind you again that you could advertise your business with us at glensfallstoday.com or right here on The Morning Brief. As our business continues to grow and develop, we strive to help other local businesses do the same. We want to help you spread the word about the great services that you have to offer our community. For more information, visit our website at glensfallstoday.com. The Adirondack Theatre Festival is getting ready for its 29th season. According to News 10, at its Beatles-bash benefit last Saturday, the Adirondack Theatre Festival unveiled the lineup for its next season of stage productions in downtown Glens Falls. Music will be a central part of this year's festival, with every show on the 2023 lineup having its own music backing, as well as the largest total company of artists to ever come to the festival. All shows are hosted by the Charles R. Wood Theatre in downtown Glens Falls. Adirondack Theatre Festival managing director Tracy Sullivan said, quote, This year, the Adirondack Theatre Festival team takes our artistry to the next level. Audiences who enjoyed big productions like Front Page Flow, irresistible comedies like Slow Food, and cutting-edge concerts like Mystic Pizza will see everything they love about ATF come together. There's so much talent packed into this season, 27 actors, 18 musicians, 32 costumes, and over 50 songs make our subscription package the best entertainment deal in town. The festival's 29th season includes three shows. The season begins with The Last Wide Open, a comedy by Audrey Seffali, featuring music by Matthew Nielsen. Two co-workers become star-crossed at an Italian restaurant after closing time. One is a waitress, sick of romance, and the other an immigrant dishwasher and poet. The two come together across three parallel realities. Next, Pump Up the Volume, based on the 1990 Christian Slater film hits the stage, Teen Mark launches a pirate radio station from the bedroom of his small town home. A tragedy at his school is blamed on his radio station and he must decide whether to keep the music flowing. Directed by Dave Solomon with book by Jeremy Desmond and music by Jeff Thompson, the Adirondack Theatre Festival will be the show's debut before it heads to Broadway. That is actually very cool. Third and final, Tuning In is adjusting the dial on Glens Falls. The show is set to be the biggest in ATF's 29-year history, with 13 actors alongside a 10-person orchestra. Set in the 1960s, the residents of a retirement home continue to perform as they did in their glory days from the golden age of radio. Seniors and college interns team up to use music to fight off a CEO who has dark plans for the institution. Tuning In was written by Larry Cass, George Penny, Ron Newell, and Sarah Cass, with music by Larry Cass. News 10 reports the ATF is further embracing the music outside of its theatrical offerings. The Okidoki Brothers are coming to nearby Saratoga Springs in collection with Proctor's Collaborative. The family-friendly show features Grammy winners Joe Maylander and Justin Lansing in a celebration of Americana and preserving nature. ATF-producing artistic director Miriam Weisfield said, quote, These shows all tackle big themes, the longing for human connection, the multiplicity of immigrant experiences, the tough truths of being a teenager, the struggles of a community against corporate greed, and the need to protect our environment. These shows inspire us to reflect on big topics while dazzling us with humor, heart, and great tunes. Tickets are on sale now at $130 for a full season package. They'll stay on sale until May 1st and can be bought online or at the Wood Theatre box office located at 207 Glen Street. Warren County First Assistant District Attorney Matthew D. Burren has received the prestigious Robert M. Morgenthau Award for exemplary work as a prosecutor. According to Sun Community News, Burren was one of only three prosecutors from across New York to be honored with the Morgenthau Award during the District Attorneys Association of the State of New York, or DASNY's, Winter Conference earlier this month. Warren County District Attorney Jason Carasone said, quote, This prestigious recognition truly speaks to the dedication and hard work that Matthew has put in throughout his career as an assistant district attorney. Honorable Kathleen B. Hogan hired Matthew to serve as an assistant district attorney in 2005, and he has worked in the Warren County district attorney's office ever since. His commitment to justice is a true representation of the high standards set by former New York County DA Morgenthau. The trust and respect that Matthew has earned from his peers is a testament to his exceptional professionalism and unwavering dedication to his role. ADA Buren remarked, quote, I am very honored to receive this recognition and proud to be a part of this select group of recipients. The Robert M. Morgenthau Award is named for Robert Morris Morgenthau, District Attorney for New York County from 1975 to 2009. It was established by DASNY in 2009 to recognize assistant district attorneys whose professional accomplishments – honesty, integrity, and commitment to justice – exemplify Mr. Morgenthau's high standards during his tenure as New York County District Attorney. And that is all I've got for the Morning Brief today. Again, I'm Gary Scott for Glens Falls Today, and as always, thank you for listening. Our goal for the Morning Brief is to provide you with quick and convenient access to the most important news around the Greater Glens Falls area, so if you love the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, and recommending us to a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow morning with more local news you need to know. I'm Gary Scott, and this is Glens Falls Today Morning Brief.